Canto 2, Section 3, Number 30 A mighty kinship is this daring's cause. All we attempt in this imperfect world looks forward or looks back beyond time's gloss to its pure idea and firm inviolate type in an absolute creation's flawless skill. To seize the absolute in shapes that pass, to feel the eternal's touch in time-made things, this is the law of all perfection here. A fragment here is caught of heaven's design, else could we never hope for greater life, and ecstasy and glory could not be. Even in the littleness of our mortal state, even in this prison house of outer form, a brilliant passage for the ineffable flame is driven through gross walls of nerve and brain. A splendor presses or a power breaks through. Earth's great dull barrier is removed a while. The inconscient seal is lifted from our eyes and we grow vessels of creative might. The enthusiasm of a divine surprise pervades our life, a mystic stir is felt, a joyful anguish trembles in our limbs, a dream of beauty dances through the heart, a thought from the eternal mind draws near, intimations cast from the invisible, Awaking from infinity's sleep come down, symbols of that which never yet was made. But soon the inert flesh responds no more, then sinks the sacred orgy of delight, the blaze of passion and the tide of power are taken from us, and though a glowing form abides, astonishing earth, imagined supreme, too little of what was meant has left a trace. Earth's eyes half see, her forces half create, her rarest works are copies of heaven's art. A radiance of a golden artifice, a masterpiece of inspired device and rule, her forms hide what they house and only mime, the unseized miracle of self-born shapes that live forever in the eternal's gaze. Here, in a difficult, half-finished world, is a slow toiling of unconscious powers. Here is man's ignorant, divining mind, his genius born from an inconscient soil. To copy on earth's copies is his art, for when he strives for things surpassing earth, too rude the workman's tools, too crude his stuff, and hardly with his heart's blood he achieves his transient house of the divine idea, his figure of a time in for the unborn. Our being thrills with high far memories and would bring down their dateless meanings here but too divine for earthly nature's scheme. Beyond our reach, the eternal marvels blaze. 
Absolute they dwell, unborn, immutable, immaculate in the spirit's deathless air, immortal in a world of motionless time, and an unchanging muse of deep self-space. Only when we have climbed above ourselves, a line of the transcendent meets our road and joins us to the timeless and the true. It brings to us the inevitable word, the godlike act, the thoughts that never die. A ripple of light in glory wraps the brain, and traveling down the moment's vanishing route, the figures of eternity arrive. As the mind's visitors or the heart's guests, they espouse our mortal brevity a while, or seldom in some rare delivering glimpse are caught by our vision's delicate surmise. Although beginnings only and first attempts, these glimmerings point to the secret of our birth in the hidden miracle of our destiny. What we are there and here on earth shall be is imaged in a contact and a call. As yet earth's imperfection is our sphere, our nature's glass shows not our real self, that greatness still abides, held back within. Earth's doubting future hides our heritage. The light now distant shall grow native here. The strength that visits us, our comrade power, the ineffable shall find a secret voice. The imperishable burn through matter's screen, making this mortal body Godhead's robe. The spirit's greatness is our timeless source and it shall be our crown in endless time. A vast unknown is around us and within. All things are wrapped in the dynamic one. A subtle link of union joins all life. Thus all creation is a single chain. We are not left alone in a closed scheme between a driving of inconscient force and an incommunicable absolute. Our life is a spur in a sublime soul range. Our being looks beyond its walls of mind, and it communicates with greater worlds. There are brighter earths and wider heavens than ours. There are realms where being broods in its own depths, It feels in its immense dynamic core its nameless, unformed, unborn potencies cry for expression in the unshaped vast. Ineffable beyond ignorance and death, the images of its ever-living truth look out from a chamber of its self-wrapped soul. As if to its own inner witness gaze, the spirit holds up its mirrored self and works. The power and passion of its timeless heart, the figures of its formless ecstasy, the grandeurs of its multitudinous might. Thence comes the mystic substance of our souls.
into the prodigy of our nature's birth. There is the unfallen height of all we are and dateless fount of all we hope to be. On every plane, the hieratic power, initiate of the unspoken verities, dreams to transcribe and make a part of life in its own native style and living tongue, some trait of the perfection of the unborn, some vision seen in the omniscient light, some far tune of the immortal rhapsodous voice, some rapture of the all-creating bliss, some form and plan of the beauty unutterable. Worlds are there, nearer to those absolute realms, where the response to truth is swift and sure, and spirit is not hampered by its frame, and hearts by sharp division seized and rent, and delight and beauty are inhabitants, and love and sweetness are the law of life. A finer substance in a subtler mold embodies the divinity earth but dreams. Its strength can overtake joy's running feet, overleaping the fixed hurdles set by time. The rapid net of an intuitive clasp captures the fugitive happiness we desire. A nature lifted by a larger breath, plastic and passive to the all-shaping fire, answers the flaming Godhead's casual touch. Immune from our inertia of response, it hears the word to which our hearts are deaf, adopts the seeing of immortal eyes, and, traveler on the roads of line and hue, pursues the spirit of beauty to its home. Thus we draw near to the all-wonderful, following his rapture in things as signs and guide. Beauty is his footprint, showing us where he has passed. Love is his heartbeat's rhythm in mortal breasts. Happiness the smile on his adorable face. A communion of spiritual entities, a genius of creative imminence, makes all creation deeply intimate, a fourth dimension of aesthetic sense, where all is in ourselves, ourselves in all, to the cosmic wideness realigns our souls. A kindly rapture joins the seer and seen, the craftsman and the craft grown inly one, achieve perfection by the magic throb, and passion of their close identity. All that we slowly piece from gathered parts, or by long labor stumblingly evolve, is there self-born by its eternal right. In us, too, the intuitive fire can burn, an agent light it is coiled in our folded hearts, on the celestial levels is its home, Descending, it can bring those heavens here. But rarely burns the flame, nor burns for long. The joy it calls from those diviner heights 
brings brief magnificent reminiscences and high splendid glimpses of interpreting thought, but not the utter vision and delight. A veil is kept, something is still held back, least captives of the beauty and the joy our souls forget to the highest to aspire.